Okay, here we go. Everybody wants to get fit fast, but in this, the inaugural episode of Second Wind Fitness, please allow me to tell you why this is a flawed perspective. I'm Coach Brock Armstrong, and it's time to get your second wind. But first... As you've probably noticed, this podcast is no longer in production, but there are so many people who are still listening to each episode and reaching out to me for advice and help and support that I've decided to keep the dream and this podcast alive, which means I'm paying a few maintenance fees out of my pocket. And I don't mean to make this sound like a woe is me kind of affair, because it is indeed a pleasure to have created something that is being appreciated. But... If you felt so inclined, you could go to brockarmstrong.com slash coffee to, yes, as it sounds, buy me a virtual coffee. And since coffee is easily my biggest vice, I'm what you would call a coffee snob, if you buy me a coffee, I can pay my hosting fees with all the coffee money that I save. So win-win situation here. So go to brockarmstrong.com coffee and help keep this podcast and my fancy coffee habit alive. That's brockarmstrong.com coffee. Let's start here. In my early coaching career, I specialized in marathon and triathlon training specifically. I then went on to coach everyone from fitness models to previously sedentary seniors. But no matter what walk of life people came from, they consistently asked me the same seemingly innocent question. How long will I need to do this to get fit? Now, my answer generally alternated between either as long as possible or it depends. Obviously, neither of these was the answer people wanted to hear. But the reason for my somewhat unsatisfying answer is the topic for this, the first episode of my new podcast. Because, you know, I think this is really important. But before I get into the meat of this topic, I figured that I should share a little bit about myself and how I became an expert in fitness and movement. Now, if you have listened to the trailer for this show, you can feel free to hit that skip forward button a couple of times. I was born in 1971, and as a child and teen, I was always pretty darn active and fit. You know, life in the 70s in Alberta, Canada had a way of doing that. I played sports, I took dance lessons, I rode my bike everywhere, and I generally tried to stay outdoors as much as the wind chill would allow me to. But after an injury in my 20s forced me to leave my career, um, albeit a short one, as a professional ballet dancer, I kind of started coasting on my previous habits. Then, in my 30s, my movement habits, well, they got worse. I landed uh, what some people would refer to as a cushy government desk job. I gained some weight, I ate out more than I should, and allowed depression and a generalized anxiety disorder to grow. Then, to top it all off, I had a major health scare. You can do an internet search for myocarditis if you want to know more about that. 
The culmination of all of this was a real wake-up call, and I began to seriously focus on my overall health. But after that, and through my 40s, I made a point of working for prominent wellness gurus, including the father of biohacking, Dave Asprey, the nutrition diva herself, Monica Reinagle, ex-Navy SEAL commander, Mark Devine, and biomechanist Katie Bowman, the primal blueprint guru himself, Mark Sisson, Ben Greenfield, the fat-burning man Abel James, and the list goes on. And I used everything I learned from them to turn my health and fitness around. I also took courses, acquired coaching certifications, and became a cognitive behavioral therapy practitioner. And now, heading into my 50s, I am focusing on continuing to improve, not fall apart. It's important. And after four years of creating the Get Fit Guy podcast for the Quick and Dirty Tips Network, I now want to bring you along on my, let's say, smarter, saner, and more inclusive journey through this podcast, some blog articles, movement videos you can find on my YouTube channel, everywhere where I plan to share, well, everything I know and am still learning from the guests that will come on this podcast and the colleagues I still work with. Now, I'm not a millionaire. I am not genetically gifted, for sure. I'm just like you. I'm simply doing the best with what I have. I have been described as an easygoing Canadian who's easy to talk to and doesn't fall for fads or false hype. I also do my best to focus on non-intimidating but effective ways to get and stay healthy and fit. Now, for this podcast, I have one goal to help you think differently about the idea of exercise so you can move more of your body more often in more and more interesting and satisfying ways. Because here's the thing. I understand that none of us want to exercise harder or longer to get the results we're looking for. We have jobs, we have families, and we have lives. I mean, come on. <laughs> we want to exercise smarter, not harder, and we want to have fun while we do it, right? We want to use what we already have and not buy a bunch of expensive gear. In short, we want to live our lives and not spend all of our time, money, and mental energy on staying fit. As I begin what I'm calling anyway the second half of my first century on this planet, that's what I'm calling turning 50, I will use my background in cognitive behavior theory endurance sport, and my lifelong love of movement to help you develop a plan that will allow you to move through this world with ease, now and later in life. This podcast isn't necessarily about getting skinny, ripped, or jacked, but it is about being fit, healthy, capable, and happy. Now, I know, I promised to talk about how fast you can get fit, and I will, but first, we have to go and pay our membership dues, which is how I'm referring to listening to a commercial. Do you like to shop on Amazon.com and enjoy supporting this podcast? You do? Well, have I got a deal for you. If you start your Amazon shopping adventure by going to brockarmstrong.com slash Amazon, I will get a small percentage of the money that you spend. And the best part is that you don't pay anything extra. This all comes out of their pockets. Take that, Bezos. 
So next time you buy anything on Amazon, go to brockarmstrong.com slash Amazon and shop while also supporting this podcast. I truly thank you for being a listener and for your support. That's brockarmstrong.com slash Amazon. Now, back to the crux of this episode. Why you shouldn't worry how fast you can get fit, train for a marathon, or build six-pack abs. But first, what the heck is fitness? What does it mean to be fit? The elusive state of being fit is something that I've written about many, many times in the past, and I don't think I will ever be completely happy with one definition. But for now, I'm going to define fitness as... Being able to move through this world and do the activities you want to do with as much confidence and capability as possible. How's that sound? Now, to achieve that, we need something else, and that is exercise, or as I like to think of it, movement. And I define that as activities relating to keeping healthy and strong, especially through movement. Now, there are a couple of reasons why I like this definition. First, it doesn't contain that loaded word exercise. And it also implies that fitness is a continuum, not a finish line. Now, to me, right off the bat, I'll tell you this. I use the word movement because I think movement is everything. For many of us, the word exercise conjures up a very specific notion of something that you have to set aside dedicated time for and also go to a specific location to perform a routine of one type or another, usually a workout. Then our workouts usually require a specific set of clothes or workout gear and generally require that we get out of breath, we sweat profusely, and we need a shower afterwards, right? And while I definitely do enjoy all of those things, on occasion, fitness doesn't come solely from workouts, which, let's be honest, take up only a small portion of our time. Even when I was training for Ironman triathlons, my exercise time was still only a fraction of my waking hours. And that was pretty extreme. Now, okay, my main point, which I will get into in more detail in future episodes, is that Fitness is also very dependent on all the movements we perform on a regular and consistent basis throughout the day. In fact, not including regular movement in our day could actually be making those specific exercise periods less effective. You know, there's actually a paper that was published in the Journal of Applied Physiology where a group of researchers showed that four days of prolonged sitting caused a state that they dubbed exercise resistance. And yes, that is exactly what it sounds like. Sitting made the participants actually resistant to the benefits of exercise. Now, albeit partially and temporarily. Now, this is how they figured it out. The researchers took 10 participants and <laughs> commanded them to sit on their butts for more than 13 hours a day, and they also made sure that they took fewer than 4,000 steps per day for four days. After that sit-fest was over, they were asked to do a difficult hour-long treadmill workout. And when I say that it was difficult, I mean that it was a workout that would normally result in some healthful metabolic benefits that last about 24 hours. But here's the thing. 
After all that sitting, this normally measurable beneficial workout didn't do what it normally would. So you're probably getting the point here. If you did all the perfectly scientifically proven workouts consistently at the gym and got yourself into the shape that you imagined as being fit, and then you hit the couch for the next few weeks, how much better off would you be? Where would all that hard work have actually gotten you? Temporarily fit, I suppose? Which brings me to the point that there is no finish line. The most important part of the definition that I mentioned earlier is activities relating to keeping healthy and strong. Now, I believe that tells us that there is no finish line in fitness. Fit is an ongoing process. Now, I've said it before, and I will say it again, so get used to it. Fitness is not something that you achieve and then rub your hands together and say, okay, great. Now I'm fit, and then check it off your to-do list. Even without the four-day sit-fest, this is not how fitness works. I think people who are interested only in quick fitness and quick weight loss forget that fitness is an ongoing lifestyle. It's not an endgame. They forget to ask themselves the all-important question of, well, then what? Sure. Swallowing your fitness routine like some horrible-tasting pill for a short amount of time to hit some sort of goal is doable, but then what? Well, from experience, I will tell you what. It's a hasty return to the previous lifestyle, and that is a lifestyle that resulted in you hiring someone like me to help you lose weight and get fit in the first place. Now, on the weight loss side... A lack of meaningful lifestyle and habitual dietary changes often means regaining the lost weight, or perhaps regaining the lost weight plus a little bit more, which truthfully is the main reason that I co-created the Weigh Less program with nutritionist Monica Reinagel. Now, on the fitness side, not asking the then-what question usually results in the never-ending cycle of dragging yourself to the gym, dragging yourself to boot camp, or other bouts of quick-fix activities that are, again, treated more like choking down medicine than celebrating what your body can do and all its achievements. So, okay, here's the thing, dear listener. If you are going to join me on this Second Wind Fitness Podcast Adventure, I encourage you to look at your fitness journey as a long-term commitment, not something to rush through. Look at this as your new normal, not something you use all your willpower to stick to. This is not a 30, 60, or 90-day challenge. This is your life. So instead of wondering, how quickly can I get in shape?, Think about how long you want to be able to move your body through this world in the ways that bring you joy. Instead of focusing on how little time you can get away with dedicating to exercising, focus on how much you enjoy moving your body in new and exciting ways and as often as you can. In short, as (laughs) freaking corny as this may sound, I admit, focus on enjoying the journey not just crossing some arbitrary finish line. Because, let's face it, if you want your fitness to last, there is no finish line. We're in it for the long haul, so make it sustainable, meaningful, 
and fun. And I would be honored if you allowed me to come along for the ride with you by subscribing to this podcast, where I will do my best to keep you on the straight and narrow. Okay? Deal? All right. Thanks for listening to this first official episode of Second Wind Fitness. And make sure to stand by for the next episode where I'm going to talk to Dean Dwyer, the author of Makeshift Happen and the creator of The Successful Body. But for now, do me a favor. Move more of your body more often in more and more interesting ways. I'm Brock Armstrong. This is Second Wind Fitness.